Welcome to Talking, Top Rope Walking, Ultimate Exit, Serious Flex, Never Be Vague with your boy Craig, and opinion mixing from Peter Nixon, keep doing things in an impactful way, bloody nonsense as the Brits say, Talking bloody nonsense. Yes, it's me, it's me, it's the M.I.C. Craig, a.k.a. Mr. Impact. Unfortunately, this time, not John and Peter Nixon, but we'll be back next week to talk bloody nonsense. But I guess without any further ado, this is Talking Bloody Nonsense right here on the TNIW channel. It's a new week, it's a new impact, and we'll get into Overdrive, and I'll give my review of the card as I normally do, as we normally do. And I'll give my thoughts, feelings, and review the entire card. We'll start off, as we normally do, with the pre-show kickoff show, countdown show, whatever you call it. All in all, a very, very solid show. I started off with uh, extrusion action, if you like, with uh, Rich Swan uh, defeating Jason Hotch, Yuya Uemura, Kenny King, Bupinda Guja, and Mike Bailey. Not much to complain about on this one as a, as a kickoff opening match. Rich Swan. The king of the countdown show. Let's be, let's face it. He, he knows exactly what he's doing. Jason Hotch is someone who really, really intrigues me. Uh, as mentioned, Jack Price is also a gut check winner, but we don't see a lot of him, and I don't really understand why. I'm sure, as I'm sure a lot of you don't get it. Jason, but Jason Hotch uh, has proven that he's got something to keep an eye out for. Very, very talented guy. Of course, Yuya Uemura. I mean, we're lucky to get him from this. Uh, uh, for the uh, his excursion, his you know his tour as a coming off the young lion from being a young lion to showing that he's capable of hanging in New Japan. I had some very, very, very good matches. As we all know, he's he's killed it. So he looked very strong. Of course, I went with Bupinda to win this match because I felt like that could be where it's heading. But obviously not. Rich Swan, I believe it's Rich Swan picked up the win. Yes, Rich Swan did pick up the win. Thank God I got that right. Otherwise, I'd have to, I'd have to re-record it. Um. Yeah, all in all, a very, very good match. Uh, one I very enjoyed. Uh, Kenny King and Mike Bailey. There's an interesting dynamic there with that feud building, obviously. Rich getting the win because Kenny King didn't was only focusing on getting Mike Bailey. Um, yeah, it's, like I said, a very standard match, very fast paced, like we would expect from the extrusion. Not sure what this will lead to, whether it does lead to a future extrusion opportunity for Rich Swan, which I know a lot of people have been clamoring for. Rich getting in the title picture again for the extrusion championship, and I'm for it. I wouldn't be disappointed if Rich Swan challenges his Trey Miguel, but again, we'll get into the Trey thing a bit further on because, again, another interesting time. Uh, yeah, all in all, everyone looks great, and I thought I got my predictions wrong, which was pretty much the case for the entire show, as I'm sure most of you were, because who knew what, what, what we were going to predict. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought very solid extrusion match and I'm yeah the, the winner 
I'm fine with. Anyone this match winning, I'd be perfectly fine with. Because the exhibition is is great right now and Rich Swan being put back into that picture. Hey, what's what's not to like about that one? So then we move on to still on, on the countdown show. It's the number one contenders match for the Impact World Tag Team Championships. Uh, the new J- the NJPW Strong Tag Team Champions of the Mercy Machine against Chris Saban and Alex Shelley, defeating the team of Bullet Club, Ace Austin, and Chris Bay. Base as I like to call them. Again, what's not to like about this one? Another cracking, cracking matchup between two great tag teams. Obviously, I this is one of the ones I did predict correctly because. I mean, we mentioned it last week that um, the title, title match has already been announced for the tapings in Kentucky with Machine Guns taking on Heath and Rhino for the Tag Team Championship. So that was kind of expected. And obviously we have uh, Chris Bay and uh, Ace Austin now competing in the uh, Super Junior Tag League in New Japan who had a great match um, against Bushi and I forget his partner, I'm very sorry. But a very, very good match. And Ace and Bay, if they come off winning in this in the tag league, they should be next in line for the tag team titles. They have smashed it and in my opinion I maybe this, I would have liked to have seen this match for the New Japan uh strong tag team titles, given the new Machine guns were going over. Could have got a little bit, a little bit more hype behind the match. I'm not saying there wasn't enough on, on it already, but would have been a little bit more interesting. But yeah, I mean, and that's another solid match. Bullet Club are great. Machine guns are fantastic. I, I like the uh, the uh, cohesion and the the tag moves that the that the base are putting in now. I'm very much looking forward to seeing more of them in the uh, Super Junior Tag, Tag League. And of course, Machine Guns versus Heath and Rhino. Not sure how it's going to go, given that uh, at WrestleCade, they've already announced the rematch of Heath and Rhino versus the major players for the Impact World Tag Team Championships. So, it's an interesting dynamic, and I can't wait to see how it plays out and who comes out as Tag Team Champions. Because I genuinely thought Heath and Rhino would be done as tag team champions in at Overdrive, but obviously I was wasn't right on that one either. But again, I'll get further details on, on down the line. So yeah, your winners, the Mercy Machine Guns. So then we went on to uh, Overdrive main card, if you like. We started off with a tables match between Bully Ray and Moose. Uh, again, in my predictions, I was, you know, I was correct in Bully Ray winning. I, well, I don't know what's more concerning. It was a, a, a very, very good match. You know, uh, of course, Bully Ray is Bully Ray. Moose is Moose. I'm, I'm nothing really stood out to me as a to make a spectacular match, but it was still. A very very good match, and I I enjoyed it for what it was. Also, I know everyone aren't everyone isn't particularly a fan of Bully Ray, but then again, who is? 
So, yeah, the few uh, the uh, it was the the bubble cutter, the body cutter, whatever you call it, from from the uh, top rope to moose or moose doing the, the step up middle start off the ropes and into the bump into the bully bubble cutter, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it was a very good match. Uh, bully speared moose uh, through a table in the corner corner to win the match. I mean, there's not much more I can say on this one. It was a a good match for what it was, in the fact that, you know, Bully Ray wins. Doesn't like I said earlier on the last TBN, it doesn't really hurt Moose that much to lose to Bully Ray in, in a tables match because Moose didn't get pinned. He was only put through a table, which could happen to anyone. So all in all, a, a very very good match. And just back onto the uh, pre-show. Out of I know we give it a rating out of ten. Overall, I give it a, an eight out of ten for the, for the countdown show because countdowns they do their job. We said it. We said it here a lot. Countdowns are there for a purpose to get people hyped for the show, and it worked. It worked for me. So all in all, eight out of ten for the for the countdown show. Uh, Bully Ray. Versus Moose and Tables match, I would give that a seven. I, I'd say that's fair, given how we, it, I, it's Bully Ray and Moose. Moose is a star. Bully Ray is Bully Ray. You, you know the name. You know, and if you, people are gonna watch that for a Tables match with Bully Ray, if you don't watch TNA, they're gonna see Bully Ray. They're gonna see Tables match and. You know, it's, 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 it's that nostalgia. So I think a 7 is a fair rating. You may disagree. If you do disagree, let me know, of course. But I, yeah, a, a cool match, a good way to open the show. And Buddy Ray picking up the win in the, in the start of the show. So, of course, we all know what happens in the end. But once again... We will get to it. The Bully Ray defeats Moose. Tables match. <clears throat> then, we, then we move to the Knockouts World Tag Team Championships and the Death Dolls defeating Tasha Stills and Savannah Evans to retain Knockouts World Tag Team Championships. Death Dolls beating Tasha and Savannah Flavor Club, whatever you, whatever you want to call them. It surprised me that the Death Dolls retained, given how these tag titles seem to flip-flop quite a bit. But if the rumours of, of Tasha heading out the door is true, or true, excuse me, then it's not a major surprise they, they kept the titles on, on the Death Dolls. I, I, again, a match I, you know, I did enjoy. I'm not sure what I can say on this one. It was a fun match for what it was. And, and it felt quite short. But then again, it may have just been how I felt it went. I, I genuinely don't know what else I can say on this one. It was fun. Um, be interesting to see where they go next with these tag titles. Considering there's not... I can't really see any challenges for the tag titles 
I mean, Vex, Vex are gone. Savannah and Natasha, they just lost. They're not in line. I, I, I don't know where this one leads next for the tag titles because had they had they dropped them to the to, to the Flavor Club, then maybe obviously we could have seen the regain of uh, the Death Dolls. But given how Savannah and Tasha lost, I I just don't know what's next for the Knockouts ta- World Tag Team Championships. Maybe you've got a suggestion. If you have, again, you know, let me know. I'm all ears in how these Knockouts Tag Titles can go. Because I'm struggling to pick out a team that can challenge for these tag titles in the future I hope they keep them on TV though at least gotta do something um, so yeah, and still knockouts tag team champions then it was the last rodeo Mickey James versus Taylor Wilde I really enjoyed this match very slow paced and very technical if you like and Surprisingly technical, I feel. Taylor Wilde, as I said many times, Taylor Wilde's arm drags are some of the best looking arm drags I've ever seen. And I know that didn't didn't say an awful lot, but Taylor Wilde, Taylor Wilde and Mickey James, obviously they've had parallel careers, obviously in different companies, but of course, they were to Taylor Wilde being a knockout, former knockout world champion, Mickey James being former knockout world champion, tag team champion. No, Mickey was a tag team, no, Mickey was a tag, has been a tag champion, but you know Taylor has, and was the first knockout tag team champion, one half of them anyway. Yeah, it's very technical map based stuff, which I'm all for. There's a place for everything in wrestling, and. They, they, they smashed it. You know, you can. Taylor Wilde is excellent. So is Mickey James. And you know, I don't think anyone fully believed Mickey James was going to lose to Taylor Wilde in the last rodeo because Taylor Wilde doesn't need that. Taylor Wilde doesn't need to say, oh, I, I beat Mickey James because it would mean a heel turn, which I know a lot of people suspected was coming, particularly after last week's impact with um, Taylor saying, I, I'm going. I want to retire you. It it had a it had an interesting dynamic with two faces, two parallel careers, but Taylor Wilde losing didn't do any didn't didn't hurt that much. Mickey James picking up, continuing the last radio was what I feel like we all expected. You know, it was a very fun match. And, of course, at the end, we had uh, Diana Perrazzo coming out, really going in on Mickey James. And uh, Diana saying the Virtuoso is back, which is only, is only going to be a good thing. Taylor, uh, excuse me, Mickey James versus Diana Perrazzo. We know how much they can get out of each other, how how much of a banger they can put out. And again, 
you know, of course, there is the factor of rumours surrounding Diana Perrazzo potentially leaving Impact Wrestling. If I'm not, I don't, I don't fully believe that now. I never fully believed it in the first place, but I've, I've got this, this good feeling that Diana will be sticking around a bit longer, at least too hard to kill. I, but I, I think this is the first time for me anyway. I fully believe that the last radio is coming to an end. Mickey James is going to retire. I've always felt like Mickey, Mickey will never, Mickey won't get to the knockout sport title opportunity. I think someone will defeat her before. And Dion Peraza is probably the, the best shout so far. Not that the others haven't been, but Mia Yim, again, we all knew she wasn't there for the long, for the long, long haul. Giselle Shaw, it was too soon in the last rodeo. Chelsea Green, again, never really felt like it was going to happen given the rumours. Chelsea heading back to WWE, which seem more likely now. Uh, and obviously, of course, he's had uh, local talent, uh, proper one impact. Again, never fully believe they're going to win. So, I think hard to kill against Diana Perazzo. If, if it does happen hard to kill, nothing's been made official on that. It may not happen hard to kill. But, Diana, Mickey James, this this could be the last rodeo. The end of the last rodeo. And I wouldn't be disappointed, even though, again, Diana doesn't necessarily need it because she, is, she has been one of the greatest knockout champions. And well, she, is, well, she is the greatest technical wrestler in the world. So, to beat Mickey James, again, will do a lot given that Diana's now heel again. Or, I guess she was already. But now she's been back to the, the virtuosa. Yeah, I'm... I think this could be the one where Mickey James loses and the last rodeo is over. Um, so yeah, Mickey James defeats Taylor Wilde. Then Diana Perazzo goes in. <laughs> yeah, I think we all know what, what Diana Perazzo called Mickey James. But either way, it's gonna, you know it's going to be a banger. Those two, they have fantastic, fantastic chemistry. Then we kept rolling with more tag team action. The Impact World Tag Team Championships on the line. Heath and Rhino against the major players of Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. Heath and Rhino surprisingly retaining. For me, it was surprising anyway. Ah, yeah, major players, fantastic, fantastic stuff. Matt Cardona, we know how good Matt Cardona is. He's such a such a good prick heel, and I felt like this could have been it. We'll see that <laughs> that spot, the Brian Myers in the tree of woe, and uh, Cardona being. Pulled into him. Yeah, very, very entertaining match, to say the least. Um, Motor City Machine Guns and Normal Contenders came out uh, halfway through the match to sit at ringside to watch it uh, before, before stopping Cardano using a chair in the match. And uh, a, a wake a, a call and a gore. To, for uh, a goal we didn't we caught the very last second of 
because of uh, the distraction going on from the, from the machine guns and Cardona. But yeah, uh, another solid match for the tag team titles. Again, surprising in that Heath and Rhino retained. My streak is over in terms of predicting the outcome of tag team championship matches for, for the Impact World Tag Titles anyway. My streak is over, which is... Which, which is a real, which is the real travesty here. The major players not winning is it sucks, but the real travesty is my streak is now over as uh, predictions champion of the World Tag Team Championships for Impact. But I'm, I'm, like I said, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens now. Given the machine guns challenging, if, if, if they have already already challenged, spoiler free, so we don't know the outcome. And if, even if we did, I won't tell you because because. Spoiler free. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where Heath and Rhino go now, because. But again, the, the rules are the major players are up on the way out. Oh well, even though Cardona says that Zack Ryder is dead, doesn't mean Matt Cardona can't pop up in WWE. Whether it would be with Brian Myers, I don't know. I don't think so, but who knows what Pop Rage is up to. So yeah, uh, I'll go back a few matches. I'll, I'll give a, a rating out of the whole show at the end. I keep forgetting to give uh, my rating out of 10. But hey, it's, it's, all, it's all opinion, right? So who really, really cares? You can let me know what your uh, opinions are. And take my opinion for what it's worth. If it's worth anything to you. If it's not, if it isn't. If it is, if it isn't, take it for what it is. What what you uh, consider it? Yeah, uh, Ryan of course my to score to score the victory and retain the Impact World Tag Team Championships. A solid solid match. Not much to complain about on that front. I've I've really enjoyed it. And yeah, it'd be interesting to see what goes on next. Excuse me if you can hear uh, neighbors. Noisy noisy people, aren't they? Um. So then it was the finals of the X Division Champ X Division Championship Tournament. Uh, Trey Miguel versus Black Taurus. What a banger of a match! We, I mean, I always, I mean, we stated um, when, this, when the tournament was first announced with the competitors in this tournament, whoever makes makes it to the final, it's going to be a banging match and be, have a great X Division champion. But the, the interesting factor here, Trey Miguel seemingly turning heel. Even though it got a, uh, quite a loud, loud reaction when he won the title. There we go, Trey Miguel is the new extrusion champion. He got a good reaction when Trey won the title, but I don't think everyone saw the spray paint to Black Taurus. But I mean, it's like a fantastic match. And the storytelling of can Trey get it done? It seemed tried everything. Can he get it done? Tarus kicking out of the meteora. I I mean, really, really shocked me. As did the result, I genuinely thought this would be Black Tarus's time to become the Extrusion Champion. Seemingly, Impact had other plans, which you know can't necessarily blame them. <laughs> but. 
I was very surprised with Trey. I didn't, like, I didn't boo him. I didn't, well, I didn't boo him anyway. But I wasn't frustrated that Trey did that, which I guess wasn't the point of trying to turn Trey. But obviously it was the, it was the first thing. No one was expecting it. I, I, I can't wait to see what happens next in, with Trey. Whether he comes out this week and we get an explanation, whether we don't, and he just just goes on and just does what he has to do to keep the title. I, I, I'm interested to see what I, I'm really, really interested to see where this goes, because Trey Miguel is such, such a, a big baby face, and as an expedition champion, obviously, you know, it wasn't his fault. A lot of personal issues, a lot of real life issues getting in the way, kind of. Halted his momentum as, as the extra champion, but now going in as a heel essentially and being the X, X division champion. I'm, I'm like I said, I think you've got to give it time. The reaction online seemed to be pretty a why Trey, why, which we got had that a couple of times on the show, but. Yeah, Trey turning is going to be is going to be what's interesting here. And but also shout out to Black Tarus because he should be ex ex champion by now. And also with the crazy Steve introducing him adds that other layer to him. Crazy Steve is phenomenal, you know, as a wrestler and on the microphone. But. Like I said, Trey using the spray paint and then hitting the lightning spiral. I'm, I mean, I can't wait to see what goes on. I understand that a lot, but it, it's true. It's mark of a good show when that can happen. You can't wait to watch Impact to find out why, why this happened, how they're going to make it work. That's which is the whole point of these shows. There has to be a payoff. And I can't wait to see what it is because Trey Miguel, like I said, is fantastic. But now as a heel, whether he'll be a, a I, I don't know what type of heel they're going to be. I've never seen it. I said I think I have. No, I think I've seen Trey as a as a bad guy. So I'm excited to see how they play this, how what Trey can do with this. Hopefully, like he does most things, takes it and runs. Yeah, I I genuinely really want to see what they do with this because it's new to a lot of people. So I'm 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 good with it. I feel like Trey Trey Trey's an, Trey's, Trey, Trey's Trey. He knows what he's he knows, he knows what he's doing, and I can't wait to see what happens going forward. As the extradition champ, Pione. Uh, da, 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 making sure got everything. Wow, seems a few matches on this card. If a few matches, or I've gone really quickly in terms of talking about it. But I guess I guess we'll, we'll keep it going, and you may not get a full hour. You may get a full hour. Apologies if you don't. If you're expecting the full hour, but. And I'm carrying it by myself, first I'm carrying it by myself, so 
I hope you're enjoying it so far. Again, let me know your thoughts on everything that's happened on this show on uh, Overdrive so far because Impact Plus, the Impact Plus specials, you know, they are, I've said it a bunch and we say it a lot on this channel, it's at a level, it never drops, only raises or stays where it is and I'm excited, I, I like these specials because Impact, they know what they're fucking doing, they know what they're doing, you've got to trust the process. So next up, we're going to move on to the Knockouts World Championship. The last knockout standing. Holy moly. Jordan Grace and Marsha Slamovich. This, I don't think, for me, it doesn't top their Battle Glory match. Because, for me, that's match of the year. So far, anyway. And Impact. But, or certainly Knockouts match of the year. I think that's, yeah, I think I'll go from, because... Anything can friggin' happen with, you know, we've still got the main event to come. And we've still got everything, we've still got a fair few shows and obviously everything's happened in the year so far has banged. So, so far, the Battle Glory match was the knockout match of the year. But this could be a lot of, a lot of people's match of the year. Last knockout standing, Marshall Slamovich, Jordan Grace, Jordan Grace retaining the knockout championship. After a sick muscle buster off the steps through a door on the outside. Now, you know, I've said it before, I'm not a massive fan of seeing doors in impact wrestling. I don't like it. It's. I hate saying this because. But to a lot of people, it seems too indie. And the reaction it gets sucks. But I get it. I'm assuming doors must be cheaper than tables. Well, I mean, there are a lot of tables up on the show. I don't know. But. I, I don't like doors being used. It's This is a personal preference thing. And a lot of people do. A lot of people don't. I don't necessarily like it. But it was effective. So it, there's that. It was it worked. It, it had a purpose. And they made the most of it. So I'm all for what happened there. With this Knockouts World Championship match. And there's so many... But a, a, a toilet seat came out. Was not expecting that. But hey, I mean, last night, last night, standing right. I mean, of course, there was a few other things that, uh, one thing really that, uh, it, I, I, I can push past it because it, it match, the match was so good. But Jordan didn't make it up the count of ten. Referee stopped counting it. Kind of bugged me a little bit. Even though you can say she made it to a knee, which in other matches, if you make it to to one knee, the referee will stop the count. But this is the last knockout standing match. How to make it to your feet? I don't know. It's it. I can brush past that though. It's just a little thing, which I can ignore because the match was so good. Jordan Grace, fucking Jordan Grace is so, fantastic. She's so fucking good at what she does. And I think she's got a shout of being wrestler of the year. Not knockout of the year, wrestler of the year. Because she's done such a fantastic job of being knockouts world champion. First reign was okay, but this reign, she's she's jacked. She can go with anyone. Jordan Grace is fucking fantastic, and I'm 
I wouldn't be mad if she breaks Ty's reign. I don't know how far away she is on that, but I would not be disappointed. But also, you know, I've got to give credit to Marsha Slamovich as well, because, wow. <sighs> these knockouts, this knockouts division, is so fucking good. Like, it's good, apologies for the lot of swearing, but I can't use any of the vocabulary to explain how good this knockouts division is. You've got the best women's wrestlers in the world. It's the best wrestlers in the world. This is the best division in pro wrestling. Regardless of gender, the knockouts division is the best knockouts, best division in wrestling. And I will happily die on that hill. Not that I would necessarily need to because it seems a lot of people do agree. Fantastic from start to finish. The way, the way it ended with the muscle buster through the the door in Jordan catching most of that but you know it's just a little bit of a, a figuring out the angles I guess which to do on live on live TV as well you know fair play banging match and if the war if the main event hadn't happened if this had been the main event this would have been match of the night but yeah still knockouts world champion Jordan Grace I, I really want this feud to continue, but can it after Marsha losing twice? Can this go to Hard to Kill and they have... And they, as I said on last, last week's show, Marsha wants a death match in Impact Wrestling. Will this be where they get the knockouts death match? I don't necessarily see it. I think we can have Monsters Ball. That could be where it goes, but I don't see a death match happening. Not on Impact. But again, we don't know. Can this continue? I really do hope so. Because they are going to absolutely smash it, whatever they do. Jordan Grace and Marcia Slamovich, you know, they could, they could be a lot of people's match of the year in either match. Absolutely fantastic. And yeah, they just smashed it. I've also nearly oh, forgot the Vertebraker. Jordan Grace, the vertebraker, oh, my word. I, I lost my head a, few, a fair few times in this match. Just, if you haven't watched it, I don't know why you haven't watched it. Go and fucking watch it. Because, jeez. Fantastic. Yeah, and still knockouts world champion Jordan Grace. Now it's main event time. Frank, Frankie Gazarian versus Josh Alexander. Oh, I mean, I should have checked out how, how long this match went for because it, it went for a, a while. And again, I, my head fell off. <laughs> I don't even. I don't, I don't know where to start on this one. The exchanges. Kazarian and Alexander are great. They both looking for, looking for their submission early on, and I'm I can't get over how incredible this match was. This, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, plus specials aren't pay per views." These matches were pay per view quality. I know a lot of people didn't 
and obviously you pay a monthly subscription for it. But I would happily if this been, if this would have been announced for a pay per view, you're gonna buy it. If you'd known first before this match happened, just how fantastic it was gonna be in this wall there. I'm trying to express so much. That's wary. Um if you'd known how much how good this match was gonna be before they announced it, they could have put it on pay per view. They could have. I I keep losing my head just thinking about it. They destroyed this match from start to finish. I I'll go through some of the some uh, notes here. It's, for, it's probably the first time I've ever, I've ever done notes, and it's it was for this match. Um. I mean, I where to start. Uh, the Back to the Future by Kazarian. <laughs> I mean, ah, uh, the storytelling as well with Kazarian getting the title and was about to lay out Josh, was about to hit him just, just to, just to, just to win it, just to finally do it. But seeing Jade and Jet at ringside, also, also shout out to uh, to the Eagle Eye fans. Eli, Eli British wrestling fans, it's popped me uh, seeing Zoe Lucas in the crowd for this match. Zoe Lucas, uh, huge on the UK scene, has some cracking matches in, in Japan. Hopefully, this is the last we see of Zoe Lucas in Impact because she could fit this knockout division perfectly. And yeah, that's all we'll that's all, that's all sell on that. But shout out Zoe Lucas because oh, so good this match. Um, Power Driver, the ankle locks, the Styles Clash. Going for the C4 spike, going for the the flux, and ugh. I've, I, my head fell off in this match, and it's fallen off now, just rethinking about it. Absolutely killed it. Banger after banger after banger after banger. So, uh, the, yeah. The, the finish came with a Kazarian, a Kazarian hit a leg drop. Transition into a chicken wing with Alexander hitting the C4 spike. More not than the C4 spike. <sighs> Fantastic. Nice little uh, nod to each other and show respect from each other. Then, just when uh, they think it's all over, it wasn't. Out comes Bonnie Ray. Trophy in hand. Looks Josh in the eye. And I agree with Bully in the sense that this was one of the greatest professional wrestling matches I've ever seen. But Bully Ray challenges Josh Alexander for the Impact World Championship at Hard to Kill. Josh accepts, it's happening. Shake hands, Bully seemingly leaves, but doesn't. Attacks Josh, beats the living shees out of him with a steel chair. Just when I think he's done, he does the thing that that pisses off every Impact fan, and gets Jade, Jen, Jade, out of the crowd, and is going to power driver, going to power drive Jade, unless Josh hands him the title. So reluctantly does. 
I mean, it was just a brutal bully Ray. He's just a prick. He's so good at it. He knows how to be that prick heel. It makes you hate him. You know, in 2012, I hated him. It's even though everyone says it was easy to see with Bully Ray. I couldn't see it. I mean, I guess that's the point of impact storytelling. Not really pointing the finger, but not too much to the point where you can, you can have doubt in what you're seeing. But Bully Ray doing <laughs> the second you got the second you got you went after Jade Jen that was it Buddy Ray instantly became one of the worst heels in Impact Wrestling because <laughs> what a dickhead yeah you know then Hank standing over Josh and Jade with a steel chair just to fuck you Buddy Ray <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't know what more I can say on that one. To be honest, I hope to fuck Josh. Just bat his bully at hard to kill, which probably will. And then, obviously, Josh is now the second reigning, second longest reigning Impact World Champion, just taking over AJ Styles. But still, probably room to go. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. Triple H, if someone can send this to Triple H, clip it. I hope you can clip this. Triple H, give us Bobby Roode. Take him out of the catering and let him come to Impact just for Josh to beat Bobby Roode at Slammiversary. Test Slammiversary, get that out of the way. Josh becomes longest reigning Impact World Champion. And then Bound for Glory, Steve Macklin becomes the Impact World Champion. Let's do it, please. I will give anything. To see that match, to see Bobby Roode versus Josh Alexander, because it's a nice little tie-up. So I'm all I would love to see it. I don't know if a few people, a few other people would. Let's, let me know if you want to see that. I mean, I can't imagine you wouldn't, but let let's let me know if you want to see that as well. Because again, it's this epic. So all in all, it's a show of Overdrive. I'm going to give it a 9. And the whole show, a 9. There are a few things I liked, a few things... Nothing I, nothing, nothing I disliked. But... It was... Yeah. In wrestling, it takes a lot for something to be a 10. And it just... A lot of things just aren't. I, it hasn't been a, a, a 10 for me in a very, very long time. But a, a 9 out of 10, I think, I, I would say it's fair. But again, you let me know if a 9 out of 10 is fair. It's, Impact Plus specials are always fantastic. There's never been a bad Impact Plus special. And so I think this is a very good way. To essentially wrap up the year, wrap up the press specials for the year. I know we've got IPWF coming up, but that that's that's just that's just supposed to be fun. So we'll leave it at that. 
but I guess we'll uh, call that a pod um, for a head off nearly an hour so we can uh, go and prep for Impact a little bit earlier because yeah enjoy Impact what it was but before we head off um, got to do some a few plugs shout out to the guys at uh, the TN Tights podcast for having me back on spoke about uh, WS returning Spoke a little bit about progress, but of course you can. You've probably heard my views if you're watching this. Heading to Dubai, uh, World Sport returning with Mickey James and Nick Aldis. The APPG party, political party, who looking to improve wrestling. Spoke about that. What could be next for British wrestling? How it could be a safer and better place for everyone involved in it. So shout out to. Uh, Andy and Big Daddy Dan on the TN Tights podcast for having me back on. Really enjoyed it. Go check them out on uh, bodyslam.net. Um, also, TVN Chats with Leon Slater dropped. Uh, it's, it's, it's available now to watch. Go watch it after this. And go check it out because it was a very fun interview. We spoke about his debut that will happen at GCW and he, who, he smashed it like we knew he would. Uh, TBN, t- TBN chats with uh, George Lydon, a, a pros- rising prospect for Kamikaze Pro, is will be available soon. Go check that out. We spoke about uh, his match against Chris Ridgway, beating Chantal Jordan, and what it means to be the Kamikaze Pro Live Champion, given the heritage of it. Um, also, check out you know you've got um, Alol Trina with Jeff, Johnny, and Lucha. Fantastic! So they're they're killing it. Uh, of course, the, the mothership with Jeff and Lucha for this one, but it will be, uh, yeah. Uh, go check out Power Rankings with Tatio and Bert, and they may be getting a new co-host soon. So stay tuned for that. Again, killing it with Power Rankings. For <sighs> so much to plug, the Teen the Teen Adult Channel is is killing it. I'm. Very proud to be a part of it. It isn't just me blowing smoke up everyone's ass because I'm on it. It's we're got some good, good stuff coming, and I'm very, very pleased to be a part of it. So go check all that out. Uh, go uh, uh, DOA Wrestling on Fight. Stay tuned uh, for for Pro Wrestling East because they will be dropping their show matches soon. Stay tuned for that. Follow them on social medias. Uh, of course, shout out to Frank Fiat for the theme song, banging theme song, love it, appreciate ya. And, of course, just follow us here, there, everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you podcast. I've been there in my seat. Peter Nixon will be back next week to talk some more bloody nonsense. Until next time, I guess, goodbye my friends. <laughs>